You're listening to the latest Sunday edition of ATR Radio. It's November 15th, 2015. I'm Nicole Bennett. Today's episode, World Athletics is Still Reeling, from a disparaging report delivered by members of the World Anti-Doping Agency Independent Commission. The report detailed widespread doping cover-ups in Russian athletics, led by Richard Pound, WADA's first president and a Canadian IOC member. The commission released its findings online and at a press conference in Geneva. In the wake of what he calls a, quote, alarming report, IAAF President Sebastian Coe announced he's seeking approval from his fellow IAAF council members to consider sanctions against Russian athletics. Those sanctions could leave Russian track and field athletes out of the Olympics. In the wake of the scandal, Foundation for Global Sports Development executive Stephen Ungerleiter is telling clean athletes don't be tempted to dope. Ungerleiter, who also served on the WADA Education and Ethics Committee, spoke with me and said the scandal is detrimental to the reputation of the Olympic family. Ungerleiter published a book in 2001 titled Faust Gold, which explores the infamous East German doping program. After his time spent researching East Germany, he told me he was not all that surprised by the WADA Independent Commission's report. During that period, he said he saw documentation that East Germany was not really alone and that Russia and other countries were involved in doping protocols. Fifteen years ago, when I went to uh, Germany after the wall came down, uh, I was part of a research team that looked at uh, uh, tens of thousands of, of documents, uh, what was known as the Stasi uh, secret police files, that were used uh, to document the 30-year uh, uh, regime of, of East German doping, which was clearly a state-sponsored system, from from you know the highest levels of government all the way down to to uh, uh, senior federation people, to coaches, doctors, trainers, uh, people injecting uh, testosterone derivatives into uh, young bodies, and and in fact, very young uh, teenagers. They were uh, brought to trial in the Berlin doping trials, which is what I wrote about in Faust Gold. So it, it doesn't surprise me because uh, during that period I was told uh, and saw documentation that um, East Germany was, was not really alone. Uh, Russians and other countries were involved in, in, in doping uh, protocols. Um, I like to say that some of these uh, folks stole pages from the East German uh, doping handbook. Um, so it, it doesn't really shock me. It doesn't shock you. I know Russian leaders, including Vladimir Putin, are a little shocked by the report. They're dismissing the allegations, calling for an investigation into the findings. What do you think will happen next? Well, Nicole, I think it's very important uh, that we don't rush to judgment. Uh, I mean, East Germany uh, was clearly a, a uh, systematic uh, a doping machine with a, a full hierarchy. And all that was documented. It was brought up in the trials. Uh, uh, 412 doctors and trainers were, were indicted and convicted uh, and then ran off to other countries, including Russia. Um, I don't know that we have all of the evidence, all the empirical data on Russia at this point. Clearly, uh, the folks at WADA are doing a very good job. Uh, I know uh, the whole team there well. I have lots of respect for them. 
the IAAF is is a, a very good organization, and they are uh, monitoring their their uh, anti-doping efforts. But I'm not so sure that this was um, the same magnitude that we saw in East Germany. Uh, I don't know if we have all the documentation and all the data uh, to support all of the drug uh, regimens that were uh, put in place. So I think we have to be careful and not run to judgment and start, you know, banning uh, a complete federation or, God forbid, a whole country. I think that would be a, a very, very uh, counterproductive uh, measure uh, going into Rio. Your foundation, you're the founding board member of the Foundation for Global Sports Development. So in that regard, how would you say this kind of scandal affects global sports development, affects the Olympic movement overall? Well, it's terrible. Clear and simple, it's terrible. Uh, you know, I've been around the Olympic family for uh, 40 years and, and written five books and, and testified in, in you know, uh, pro high-profile cases. And I've pretty much seen uh, some, some lives shattered. Um, so, you know, it's bad for sport. It's bad for the, for the culture of public health. It's bad for our next generation. At Global Sports, we try and instill an ethic of um, learning and, and ethical conduct and competing clean so we can pass that along to the next generation. And here we are, you know, 20 years later, uh, still having to recycle the, the same uh, situation with doping. Uh, I'm not sure it'll ever go away, but I want to believe that you know we're we're trying and and uh, doing a better job. So um, yeah, we've got a lot of work to do, and um, I, I hope that um, you know we can stay ahead of the the cheats. I also think that we have to send a clear message to those athletes and those young people who are competing clean. Uh, don't give up. Uh, you know, stay clean, uh, stay uh, on a level playing field, and don't get caught up in the peer pressure of uh, you, you have to dope to win. Interpol announced last week it will coordinate with French authorities in a global investigation into athletics leaders and athletes suspected of involvement in the Russian doping scandal. Around the Rings editor Ed Hula spoke with me in the wake of Interpol's announcement and the WADA Independent Commission's press conference. He, like Ungerleiter, was not all that shocked by the report's findings. WADA's report has been billed a game changer, so what's next for world athletics? Well, we remain to be, I guess, convinced that this really is a game changer. There have been scandals involving doping before, and doping still continues. Uh, there's been allegations and proof of widespread doping, systematic doping in other countries in the world, and it, well, it still thrived in, in Russia. I guess we see really how deeply these, uh, you know, these this doping scandal here is taken, and whether it really does create some another level of attention that this is isn't going to happen again. But I think we're all a bit realistic that always, always there will be athletes, coaches, officials trying to push the envelope to see what they can get away with. 
perhaps if it's a game changer, it will drastically lower the incidence of, of doping, the, the, the involvement of government authorities in this kind of activity. Maybe it will prevent that, but that's something that is to be, to be seen as this crisis and scandal unfolds. What about Lamine Diak, the previous president of the IAAF, Subco, took over for him in August. What's next for him? The Lamine Diak, who is now under suspicion for accepting bribes to help conceal these Russian uh, doping tests. He's under investigation by French authorities. Uh, he came under the investigation of this independent commission as well, which declined today to release the specifics, the details about what they've found. Right now, that material has been submitted to, to Interpol, to criminal investigators, who will take from that what they need. Uh, the Richard Pound says that information still could be released to the public by perhaps the end of this end of this year. Um, Diak, 82 years old, is an honorary IOC member by virtue of his serving for about 10 years in that as an IOC member until his retirement a couple of years ago. But today, the IOC Ethics Commission provisionally suspended him as an honorary IOC member due to the. Uh, allegations that he's facing, um, and that could go all the way to actual revocation, expulsion as an honorary IOC member if he doesn't resign before then. Um, it's uh, it's it's not a good situation that he that he seems to face, um, and there's more to come from the criminal investigators uh, in the weeks ahead for sure. More to come as well from the Water Foundation Board and Executive Committee meeting in Colorado Springs next week. Right, that will happen next week, next Tuesday, November 17th. The Water Foundation Board, which usually meets in Montreal, Canada, their headquarters city, uh, this time will take it on the road, and this has been long planned in advance for them to come to Colorado Springs, which is not only the headquarters of the U.S. Olympic Committee, but for WADA's purposes, it's head of the U.S. Anti-Doping Agency, one of the most important national anti-doping, uh, one of the most important national anti-doping organizations in the world. And at that meeting, the WADA Executive Board will likely endorse the report that uh, Richard Pound and his colleagues have, uh, have uh, come up with and uh, approve the sanctions and consequences that the, uh, the Independent Commission is calling for in its report. IOC President Thomas Bach says the IOC is taking a leadership role in fighting back against what could be the biggest case of systematic doping since the days of East Germany two generations ago. Bach spoke to the media shortly after delivering remarks at the opening of the annual Sport Accord International Federations Forum in Lausanne. In that talk, he made it clear to the dozens of sports leaders assembled, Olympic and non-Olympic, that good governance was an issue they must confront or else suffer the consequences that face FIFA and now the IAAF. Here's more from the IOC president's first address to the media about the Russian doping scandal. So uh, we uh, have been uh, addressing uh, here with the IFs uh, issues of uh, good governance, uh, but uh, also the uh, important uh, issues uh, of uh, 
the uh, protection of the clean athletes uh, means uh, the uh, protection of uh, clean athletes from any kind of uh, manipulation, corruption and uh, doping. Uh, you have uh, noticed uh, the measures uh, the IOC uh, has uh, already taken. Uh, so uh, we could uh, note uh, today uh, the resignation of uh, uh, Mr. Lamignac uh, from his uh, position as uh, IOC honorary member after the provisional suspension uh, yesterday. Uh, we are uh, addressing uh, the issue of uh, making uh, drug testing uh, independent uh, from uh, sports organizations. Uh, this uh, is a decision we have already been taken a couple of weeks ago in a meeting uh, of uh, the Olympic uh, Summit. And I think uh, the recent events uh, have shown uh, that uh, this is imperative. Uh, in order to uh, restore the credibility of uh, the fight against doping, in particular in uh, athletics. In this respect, uh, we are noting uh, the uh, great efforts undertaken by uh, the new president of IAAF, uh, Sebastian Coe, who is actually going in this direction with more independent testing and uh, the inquiry uh, into athletes uh, and officials affected uh, by uh, the events uh, in Russia and uh, IAAF. Mr. Bach, BBC, why are you confident that Russia will compete in Rio? Uh, this is uh, not a question of confidence uh, now. Uh, there, uh, IAAF uh, has informed us uh, that uh, they will uh, take uh, the necessary measures uh, that uh, there uh, will be, of course, uh, contacts uh, with uh, Russia. Uh, WADA, first of all, has uh, also to react. Uh, WADA is uh, affected in two ways. Uh, it's about the anti-doping laboratory accredited by uh, WADA. It is uh, about uh, the Russian anti-doping agency accredited uh, by uh, WADA. And uh, IAAF uh, will have uh, to deal with uh, the National Athletics uh, Federation. The measures uh, have been uh, taken and uh, I'm uh, uh, there confident uh, that uh, uh, Sebastian Coe and his team uh, will do everything what is necessary to clean uh, there, this federation. But it but might you not happen in time IOC, for the Rio de Janeiro surely, Olympics. You don't, surely, you are the head of the IOC. The IOC should be showing some leadership here. We have uh, shown this uh, leadership. Uh, if you are following uh, our resolutions uh, from yesterday, that uh, uh, we have uh, taken uh, the clear decision that uh, we will uh, withdraw the medals uh, by uh, of. Uh, affected athletes, uh, that uh, we will exclude uh, athletes uh, and uh, officials from future uh, Olympic Games, which are implicated in uh, this uh, issue. And uh, the IAAF uh, will have to deal with its uh, member federations. Uh, this uh, is not uh, for the IOC, there we have no authority, but uh, we are in contact, we are assisting and we are encouraging. Do you have any contact so far with Russian authorities about this? You met with President Putin a couple of weeks ago. Did you have any discussions with him about this? Do you have any idea this is coming? We are in uh, a contact with the Russian Olympic Committee, and you may note uh, that uh, the Russian Olympic Committee 
is uh, not mentioned uh, in uh, the uh, report of uh, the Independent Commission. So they are our partners and uh, we will uh, uh, discuss uh, with them uh, the, the issue and uh, we will uh, uh, then in, in, in this way uh, uh, try to assist and uh, to, uh, uh, to uh, encourage uh, the, uh, the Russian Olympic Committee to play its role in uh, cleaning up uh, the uh, National Federation. How do you think history will remember the Sochi Olympics when you see Russia on top of the medals table, nine medals in cross-country skiing and biathlon, plus a capability and a willingness to put dirty athletes on the start lines clean? How do you think those Olympics can be looked back on as one with integrity? And do you feel personally let down when you put so much faith in Russia before those games? We have uh, looked into the issue of uh, the Sochi Laboratory. Uh, we have uh, seen uh, three reports uh, from independent uh, experts. Uh, one uh, from uh, the Independent Observer Group of WADA. Then in this laboratory were uh, more than 15 international experts and heads of other WADA accredited uh, laboratories. And uh, there were uh, the IOC uh, 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 researchers and uh, the IOC uh, scientists, so we have uh, no reason uh, to believe. But in that the months and years the before the games, the Russian team went through the Moscow laboratory. That's how they got to Sochi clean. Uh, there were uh, also international tests, uh, not only through the Moscow laboratory uh, for uh, the, the athletes. Uh, there have been tests uh, performed by the international. Uh, federations and uh, they are not uh, all going uh, through uh, the uh, Moscow laboratory. There are other WADA accredited laboratories. Millions of people are going to watch this. They want you to say something that will restore their confidence that sports, that people can win these things fairly. There is uh, the clear commitment the IOC is about uh, zero tolerance uh, policy uh, in uh, doping. And uh, we have uh, their proven track record, and we will apply this uh, zero-tolerance policy. Uh, you will see uh, medals uh, being uh, withdrawn. Uh, you will uh, see athletes uh, being sanctioned uh, by the IAAF. You will see athletes and officials uh, being uh, excluded. And uh, you will uh, see an action led by the IOC uh, to make uh, anti-doping uh, testing independent from sports organizations. Check into Around the Rings this week for more on the controversy mounting around Russian athletics. And as always, be sure to turn to ATR online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn for all news related to the Olympic movement. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.